All right, folks. Welcome back in. This is MCU Edge, and uh, we are live for Episode 8, Thor, Love, and Thunder. This is an open Thor, Love, and Thunder discussion. If you, as long as you've seen the uh, the movie, feel free to hop on in. Uh, you're more than welcome to join and give your thoughts on it. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to you know wait until some people come in here. Please be sure to invite any uh, friends that you have that do like the MCU. I am excited to talk about this movie because I thought it was pretty damn good. And I understand, uh, you know, not everybody was super into it. It's it's a polarizing movie. But all in all, uh, you know, I, I was pretty, I wouldn't say I was like overly impressed, but I thought it was definitely a fun movie. And so, you know, that being said, just uh yeah, if anybody wants to, to join in, you're more than welcome to do that. And uh let's see if we can get some people in here. Let's see here. Alright. So <clears throat> Thor Love and Thunder. Um assuming everyone has seen it, if you haven't Please exit. I don't want to spoil the movie for you. But yeah, I thought it was I thought it was pretty darn good. I thought the the opening scene I thought was definitely the right approach. You know, I I know for a fact. I always go back to Kevin Feige telling Sony they did not like the way. Well, he did not like the way Spider Man opened up No Way Home because No Way Home opens up with the protagonist. And he believes that you got to open up with the antagonist and basically you know, set the tone. And so it, by then going with the antagonist in this one, I feel like it was the right move by Taika. Um, you know, opening up with that scene right off the rip, you know, um, establishing gore. I, I really like the way they shot the, the opening for Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, Brayden, welcome. Um, Kevin, welcome. But, you know, I really like the, uh, the way they shot the opening of, of Thor Love and Thunder because it kind of added, you know, some humility to, to Gore, you know, as a character and be like, okay, all right, I, I can totally vibe with this guy right now. Like, he's already a really dope character in the comics. He's got a cool look. Christian Bale's playing him for Christ's sake. But I feel like, I can relate to him. Not necessarily that I've been there before, but like the human factor of him losing somebody, you know, we can all relate to loss. And so, you know, him losing his daughter the way he does. And then basically because of too much sun, right? Because she gets dehydrated and dies because she, she's, you know, doesn't have any water. Um, then the sun God, ironically that they pray to and that they worship, ends up being a total D-bag. And, you know, I feel like the way they started it off was the right move. Starting immediately with the antagonist, I just feel like sets the tone for the movie. But how are you guys doing? What, what do you guys think about this uh, this movie? I absolutely agree with you on the way they opened it. And something else, kind of in addition to comparing it to, like, we've all lost someone we love. It's also kind of something we see in the real world today. It's like, he was asking Sun God why, and I feel like people in this day of age, regardless of what their religion is, they look up 
Brady, you there? Yes, I am. Sorry, because I, I agree with off what you're for saying. A second. Think... Yeah, yeah. See, I just saw the yeah, I, I, cool aspect uh, uh, of relating yeah, it to the audience in multiple layers. Oh, that was the end of it. Oh, no, I, I absolutely. Uh, I think, you know, once you set the tone early on, okay, this guy's now powerful, but also this guy went through the loss that he went, and he's somewhat, like, relatable. Like, there's a lot of human element in gore, and I saw people complaining about that on Twitter, and I don't understand that. I feel like when you make a character multi-layered, I think that's the right approach. I'm dying to hear what you think, Kevin, because I, I know you and I tend to agree a lot on this, but where were you on this? Did, did you enjoy this movie? Oh, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was I thought it was fun. I thought it was it had a it had a good it had enough dramatics in it that it got you hooked on what was going on and it had enough it had the comedy that we knew that was going to be coming in with the with the new Thor character. But the opening on if you especially if you're a parent and you're watching the opening, you a thousand percent sympathize with Gore right off the bat. You're like, hell, I would have done it too if that was my kid. So you're you're coming right off the bat, going, oh, this this, this is it. And I see where people were coming from the re- with the religious thing that whenever <clears throat> somebody dies, we always look above and go. How did you let that happen or why did it let that why did you let that happen, especially to someone so young when you could have when you could have helped? And that's what he was asking him. And then when he turned in a pretentious douchebag, he did what anybody would have done when talking crap about their kid and he would have yapped him. <laughs> yeah. I mean exactly. And I, I I like the way was it a little too convenient that all of a sudden, you know, the Necrosword is right there? Okay, sure, maybe. But I like the way they did it. And furthermore, I'll say this. Thor, or not Thor, uh, Gore was not bad. Like, if you really think about it, the Necrosword corrupted him. But if you yeah. really think about it, Gore was not bad at all. Gore did not kill any innocent people. You know, the gods aren't innocent. <laughs> I mean... No, him himself, him himself, him himself was not a bad person. The sword, the sword was like, the sword was basically talking to him, say, here you go. I'm the way you can get your revenge on everything. And boom, then the sword corrupted him. And then it was like, okay, now go kill everybody after you got your revenge on this one. And even still, he didn't, though. No. He just killed all the gods. (laughs) He was trying to kill all the gods. None of them were innocent. So I've been seeing a lot of, um, you know, complaints. The simple stuff, you know, how you and I talked about the last time with uh, cameos and stuff. Like, oh, well, there wasn't a cameo that I expected. So now all of a sudden this two-hour movie is terrible. Um, (laughs) But... uh, yeah, so apparently Lena Hetty was going to play somebody, one of the gods. I assume she was going to put up a fight against Gore and then die in battle. And they were going to show that. And they were going to show the character that Peter Dinklage plays. And they were going to show the character uh, that Jeff Goldblum plays. And 
those got scrapped. And Taika basically said they didn't make the final. They didn't make the cutting floor. They weren't good enough, all that. And um, I feel like people have forgotten how movies work because <laughs> like everyone got so offended that he cut three scenes as if those are the only three scenes that they cut. Look, everyone wants everyone when it comes to these Marvel movies, they want the Marvel movie to be four and a half hours long to fit every (laughs) single person that they want in the movie. Like, dude, they can't make every movie Titanic. Let let it, (laughs) let it go. Let it go. Enjoy the movie. And here's the thing. Enjoy the movies for what they are. They're comic book movies. Only a very few of them have had plot points that you got to be like, it's they're they're built for what they are. Just enjoy them. It's a big yeah, I mean, connected you universe. I'm standing up and applauding you right now. <laughs> I, it, I get that a lot, but uh, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, man, they just enjoy the movie for what they are. Stop bitching and stop well actualing everything. Oh just no, not in- the well actually. This to enjoy. No, that's happened already 14 times during just this movie. Well, actually, who gives a shit? They're comic book movies. They're based off comic books. They can't make them exactly like the comic books or the movie is already spoiled. Oh, my God. Just, just, so let, it, just let it go and enjoy it for what it is. And for what it was, was Korg can be in every damn Marvel movie that he wants to be in because that is one enjoyable character. I agree with you. And Thank you. There's your uh, there's your applause. Thank, I think there, there need to be some representation. Very perfect, Kevin. That's good. Thank, thank you. <laughs> and kind of just going off that, I think a lot of the criticism we've seen lately and kind of comparing it to Multiverse of Madness, these were shorter, basically two-hour movies. Like you said, people are demanding these four, four-and-a-half-hour movies, and that's just not what it is. That's never what Love and Thunder was, and people need to realize that because, like you said, if they go and expecting some endgame movie, they're going to be massively disappointed, and that's their own fault. Here's yeah. The thing. And, here, and here's the thing. I'm... I'm I'm feeling with these with these phase four movies and shows and everything like that. It kind of reminds me of the beginning of phase one, where you're getting all these people's origin stories. You're just getting these little, I call them side missions. You're getting the side mission stories that are eventually going to keep adding up. And then they add up to where everything is going to be reconnected. So you have to let, they're not just going to go right into everything right off the bat. They're going to kind of put these little side stories into there and then boom, they're going to connect everything in one movie or in one TV show or in multiple movies and multiple TV shows. You just have to wait for them. I know we got Multiverse of Madness and I know we got the Spider-Man, but all the other things that people are bitching about, they're just the side missions to introduce you to this character or to set up these characters to where they're going to join into a bigger mission. So you get just enjoy the damn things for what they are and get ready because they're all going to be connected. And once they all be connected, they're going to go, oh, well, I always loved that character. No, you didn't. You bit your ass off. And I think there's <laughs> more connections than people realize. Like 
God Save Blue Knight. There are a bunch of gods, and obviously we mm-hmm. didn't see any of them in Lord, Love and Thunder, but the pitch meeting, or the pitch meeting, the post credit scenes clearly was advertising that there are going to be more elements to the gods, and I'm well, we excited see, We've seen the gods. So you're you, tr- yeah. You've seen some of the gods, you just had to pay attention. Like the god, the gods for the gods for certain things that they're going to be setting up later. We're there. We just had to. It's kind of like um, remember when Star Wars came out and they had the Senate and you saw ET and Chewbacca and all and all the different species were in there. That's kind of what you had to do with here. You had kind of had to be like, oh, there's that guy over there. Oh, there's the other guy over there, and then there's the other guy over there. So you had to kind of pay attention to where people were and kind of set up because right in front of Thor and all the other ones was the God from black Panther. So they were, yeah, they, 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 were, yeah, they were sitting right in front of them. So you've got is not credited fun fact. Nope, but it was there. Yeah. So you're going, yeah. I'm, I was like, Oh look, there's the one from black Panther. And they were like, what are you talking about? And I'm looking at my son and said, that's the God from Black Panther. So it's setting up the Black Panther is going to be in there. So you're fine. So there was there was there was a few of them in there that are going to be connected. We just had to look. Oh, and by the way, uh, Jesus is canon in the MCU. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the uh, was the carpentry God or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the carpentry God. Hey, look, it's the carpentry God. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, again, man. The Garden Galaxy. It was great seeing them again. Yeah. Well, I I like seeing them. I felt like that was almost like. Remember those Pixar shorts that they would have before, like a Toy Story movie yes. or whatever. That's yes. what it felt like to me. <laughs> ten minutes, like good ten minutes. It second. felt like, like a little yeah, snow goat. And then they're like, "Yeah, we're out." Yeah, we're like, we're gonna give you ten minutes of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy in a montage. So enjoy it. And they're like, "All right." <laughs> they gave you. They gave you ten minutes of that. They gave you. They gave you a Drax joke, and then they gave you a Gamora smart ass comment, and then bam, you're done. I mean, not Gamora, a Nebula smart ass comment, and then you're done. And they made you sure can't not forget to about Groot trying to eat tell you anything about Gamora. Nope. Oh, yep. Yep. And you had to Groot and Groot actually come in. Now, what what age is Groot now? Are we in we in a twenty year old Groot now? Somewhere I would in there. So. Yeah, group maybe. Fun fact: uh, Stormbreaker was starting to actually grow, and Thor killed it. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be another Storm. root at a Stormbreaker, and he totally he ripped out the roots right open. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, but Thor um, killed Groot. Least favorite character ooh. now. Julio, uh, I just, you mentioned in the I comment just, section, Guns and Roses was telling the story the whole time, and. You're spot on. I, I never really picked up on that until I got home and I watched New Rock Stars. Oh, through with that. Oh, I still need to watch oh. New Rock Stars. Aaron the Vaughn literally, he, he jots down everything. So what he does... He's a genius. Well, yeah, and like it's insane because like I remember it was everything always. Uh, Michael Roman, he was talking about what Eric Voss does like, when he goes to the premieres, and, like, he's like, yeah, he dresses up all nice, thinking, like, he, like, he just, like, acts like he's gonna take it all, like, you know, like, just, like, enjoy it, 
No, he's always working. So like when he went to the premiere, he like rips open a notebook and he just starts jotting notes like crazy. And then he goes and sees it when it comes out for everybody, you know, in theater. And that is like what he does. That's how he finds all of those Easter eggs and stuff. And it's like, it's crazy to me because like he had me full on, like, I'm like, oh man, I could, I could tell you the whole story about the movie. Yeah, that song is you know, stuck in my head. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like the stuff he says. I, I'll say this: we we gotta address the elephant in the room here, though. Um, Jane Foster will return. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. As Valkyrie. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because I, here's I, the thing: Moon Knight showed us our first batch of of realms, aside from Black Panther. And oh yeah. Moon Knight basically told us that you can exist in that realm and come back. Like mm-hmm. Mark was dead and he came back. So I'm thinking that, that that came before Thor for a reason. Everything they do is for a reason. So I'm thinking Thor came out afterwards for a reason. And I'm thinking that Jane is gonna come back as Valkyrie. Um reborn, she's gonna, you know, Basically, they showed her in Valhalla not to be, like, fan service, but, like, literally telling you, like, yeah, Valhalla exists, but she's going to have an opportunity, like, in the comics to come back and be Valkyrie. And I think that's where they're going with it. Because I'll be honest with you, Kevin, I was a little surprised that they took the obvious uh, comic angle with the cancer. I didn't think... I know. I thought... I I thought they were going to go another way with it. And then once I saw it, I was like, oh, damn, they went the cancer route. I said... I, I was I was surprised because I thought that was going to do something else. But when they went the cancer route, I said, oh, well, there's one thing that people are going to go, oh, you spoiled it from the comic book. Make up your damn mind. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> do you want the comic book? Yeah. Do you want the comic book story? Because they bitched about that, too. Do you want the comic book story or do you not want a comic book story? Make up Were your those mind. the DC diehards that refuse to just enjoy anything Marvel because no, they're weird? No, it's the Mar- oh, no, it's the Marvel comic people that want stuff to resemble the comics more, even though the comics have already ruined the stuff. It's the same people that bitched about Civil War. <laughs> oh man, I do think it's funny that you know Thanos does have that scar. And it's clearly from Wolverine, but they haven't ever mentioned Wolverine in the MCU. <laughs> I mean, I do think that is funny. That's fair. Like, you know, comic book fans are like, he's got the Wolverine scar. They're, like, making fun of us at this point. I'm like, yeah, but I honestly kind of applaud it. <laughs> yeah, but he got, yeah, he got, they'll just say he got it from fighting Nebula or sparring with Gamora or whatever like that. And then Easy out. Yeah, exactly. No one's ever brought it up to like Feige or any of them, though, which I find kind yeah. of interesting. Which, speaking yeah, of that, I can't wait till the twenty third. Uh, what's twenty third or twenty fourth? Whenever they're doing the Hall H for uh, Comic Con. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That's gonna be awesome, and then we get She Hulk next month. Yep, but I can't. I'm like just. Bring it on. Release all the crap. Go ahead and, and please tell us, God for 
God's sakes that Wakanda Forever is actually going to come out on November 11th and not November 11th of 2024. Oh, no, it'll, no, it'll be it'll be out. They uh, <laughs> they already pretty much confirmed that a big portion of that pitch, or not pitch, but you know what I mean, the event, is going to be yeah. centered around Black Panther. I think, and I think Black Panther, everybody's going to be like, it's, I don't think it's going to be a lot of advancement on things. I think it's going to be a lot more of a fan service thing, or not a fan service, but kind of a tribute almost to Chadwick. I think a lot, I think it's going to move stories along, but I think a lot of it is going to be for him. You know what I mean? I think his death has is going to have a lot of influence on where the movie moved. Yeah, I mean, I think there's going to be more advancement probably in the post credit scene than the actual movie. Yeah. Because the post credit is supposed to, rumored to be, uh, Dr. Doom. So. Oh, I already know. Oh, and people have already started bitching about Namor being from, uh, being, uh, being Central American. And not for, I'm like, oh my God, Jesus Christ! Well, if you're yeah. bitching, then you aren't trying, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, just let it go. You haven't even seen the movie yet. Just let it go. He shouldn't be wearing a like, headdress. No. He shouldn't be wearing a headdress. Well, you shouldn't be on Twitter. So shut up. <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't end, does it? No. And then, but and then the DC people are all out there. And they keep making fun of stuff. I was like, look here, you better wait for Black Adam to come out before you start bitching with anything. Hey, I will say, uh, I was talking about this on JE Live, and Julio knows where I'm going with this, but, you know, there's a lot of hate on Phase 4 without people really being fair to the fact that they went through so many production delays, and they went through mm-hmm. a pandemic that Phase 1, 2, and 3 did not. Nope. Written. Every story. And Phase and phase one, here's the thing about phase one. Phase one wasn't huge. I mean, wasn't like really good movies until you hit what? Maybe Captain America Winter Soldier? Like the rest of them were just set up cool origin store movies. Then you got Iron Man 2 with the crazy or the crazy whiplash. And all of a sudden, a new roadie. And then you're like, what the hell's going on? And then you got Iron Man 3. And then Thor, we didn't discuss those until Ragnarok. So you're like, you're like, come on, guys. They it, it, Just let it go. Watch the movies. Enjoy them and shut up. Yeah, I mean, phase one, essentially, is Captain America, the first Avenger, Iron Man, the Incredible mm-hmm. Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, and the Avengers. That's it. Yep. I think Phase 4 is better, to be honest with you. Phase 4 is just... Here's the thing with Phase 4. There's so much because of the TV shows and because of everything else that everybody is getting... Everybody's getting Marvel overload and they can't keep up. And I'm like, this shit's easy to keep up with. Just watch it. Don't go, well, I ain't got time that you, you have 30. There's a reason why they made these shows 30 to 40 minutes long. So you can watch them. Whenever you got time, you can sit there and watch them be done with it. And yeah. I'm like, phase you can't two, bitch about I mean, something. Yeah. Phase 2 has Iron Man 3, 
Thor the Dark World, Captain America Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Avengers Age of Ultron. But like you mentioned, until they get to Captain America the Winter Soldier, Phase 1 and 2 aren't like mind-blowing movies. They're good. Mm-mm. We we appreciate them, but they're not like Phase 3, which is like banger after banger. Yeah, you go back and you go back and look at all the movies and you're like, really? They were they're good now because they give you that nostalgic feeling. They give you the thing of, hey, this is what set all this stuff we're watching up. But for me, I love. Don't get me wrong, I love watching all of them. But for to me, the first good movie, like the one that sat there and I walked out of and went, holy crap, that movie was good. Was Cap? That was the Winter Soldier. That was the first one that I was like, bam. And then when they did Guardians, I was like, okay. Now it's starting to pick up. And then, like, Avengers, I love the first Avengers. Don't get me wrong. Love the first Avengers. But I was like, okay, it 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 has its moments now where you look back on, you're like, thanks for setting everything up, but thank God for everybody making everything better. Yeah, After it, you got feels, rid of that. it feels dated. Yeah, it's campy. I... Yeah have to say you know marvel really i mean it's normal because you're trying to set something up marvel came in their own in phase three yep that was one phase ago i don't know why we're acting like phase four is like terrible no it's because people want i told you people people when you get something too much people bitch about it because they can't watch everything and they can't keep up well if you can't keep up with simple stuff then maybe you shouldn't even try because it's I mean, simple to keep up with it. Phase four, keep in mind because of COVID, like they didn't come out. It's with two years behind. Yeah, it's two years behind. Yeah. So, and, and another thing, because of all the delays, they had to change like rewriting and all that. Like they went mm-hmm. through different directors. I mean, you know the whole deal about what's his face dropping out, um, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. So All Joaquin stuff- Phoenix drops out. Scott Derrickson yep. dropped out, being the uh, director for Multiverse. They had, mean, you had you had everybody drop out, and then they were like, they had to go to their third person and be like, "Hey, can you direct this? Because we need somebody to really do it now." Because right now we should. Like, if it was all supposed to go on schedule, we would be getting Ant-Man now or Ant-Man coming up pretty soon instead of Wakanda Forever because we would have got Wakanda Forever last year. All the stuff we're getting this year, we would have got last year if it wasn't for everybody getting sick. The multiverse was supposed to be coming out way before No Way Home. Exactly. Multiverse so, was supposed to come out in, like, 2020. And then yeah, we were the, supposed to get Spider-Man at the end of 2020, and then we were supposed to get stuff in 2020. And but but because nothing came out in 2020, even all the TV but shit, Black Widow got pushed back two years. I know because of all this crap. The TV shows got pushed back because of all this stuff. Everything yeah, took was a step was backward. <laughs> yep. Yeah, all we got was 2020. All we got in 2020 was Sonic and Tiger King, man. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what? You got Phase 4, it's been WandaVision, 
Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, She-Hulk, Moon Knight. Then you have Secret Invasion, Iron Heart, Armor Wars, I Am Groot, and the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special for uh, TV. And then movies. Movies, you've had Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home, Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Captain Marvel 2, which will be the Marvels, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Blade, Quantumania, Ant-Man, and uh, Fantastic Four. Holy shit, Phase (laughs) Phase 4 is huge. That's what I'm saying. Like Phase 4, after just reading the other phases, is astronomically bigger. Because it was supposed to be, this is actually supposed to be Phase 4 and 5. Now it's combined all together because we missed a year. Yep. Exactly. Like 2020, did, 2020 didn't exist. 2020 didn't exist at all. We missed a year as far as movies and all that stuff goes. Why? Hell, Top Gun freaking was supposed to release in 2020. We didn't even get we didn't even get that until this year. Everything got pushed back at least two years. Insane. There's so much, like, that's the thing. Like, it, it's just like with everything going on. I mean, Phase Four essentially is just the aftermath of Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. And, and that's like, what and, I, and and people are bitching about that too. I'm like, dude, they're still trying to get their shit together. I was like, if you go to Earth in any of these movies, they're still trying to get their shit together from everybody being blipped out for five years. No, I I hear you. I mean, it's like, it's yeah, it's, kind of, right. it's pretty annoying, honestly. I was like, I wish they'd blip some of these people out for five years. <laughs> But no, I, I, the sound, let's get back on Thor. The soundtrack was amazing. I enjoyed, cause this was, that was, this was my era of music anyway. So whenever they started pumping, I was like, oh, okay, this, this is, this is sweet. And, and I, I enjoyed the soundtrack. The soundtrack added to the movie greatly. Um, I thought Gore was a very, very good villain slash, and, I th- I don't want to call him a villain. I'll call him an antagonist, but I I, I don't really want to call him a villain because he was kind of Darth Vader esque to me, where he had to turn to the dark side and then he kind of turned back towards the end because you sense the good in him because of love for a child. He was Darth Vader. Holy shit, Gore was Darth Vader. <laughs> That's funny. I like to say it has the the Norse mythology, uh, somewhat accurate. Also making fun of it, like goats. Oh, the goats! Oh my God, the goat! <laughs> my son goes, "Well, what was your favorite part?" I was like, "The goats," just yelling <laughs> randomly when they when they ran in when they ran into the spot where Gore was, and they just go. Ah! I was like, <laughs> <laughs> or the simple joke. The simple joke by Korg at the end of the movie that he ran into another rock guy named Dwayne. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh my! <laughs> I was oh, the I only one in the theater that pissed off people got about it. 
Yeah, I forgot that. Like, but the, what wrong was it? Dude, why are they mad because they're two dudes? They're rock people. <laughs> rock people. They don't really exist. Why are you mad because that's how they make babies in a volcano? I just thought Holy. it was funny because it was like, we're really getting mad at the fact that... Uh, so so basically, let me get this straight. We're getting mad at the fact that Korg... First off, the character's named Korg. Secondly, he's voiced over by Taika Waititi. And thirdly, his lover is... His name is Dwayne, a.k.a. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, named after. And he's basically the thing painted blue. But we're we're getting upset about it. Exactly! I'm like, my God, you're getting upset with fictional characters. Maybe that's how they did it in the comic book. Do people not... Here's what... And here's another thing that gets on my nerves with all this stuff. Do people not realize that Stan Lee himself was writing gay characters, was writing drug addict characters, was writing all these different things because of stuff in the times. X-Men was based on, look, equality for everybody. All these comic books were wrote like that. But you guys that are reading these comic books are now bitching because a rock guy is shaking hands with another rock guy and they made a rock baby. (laughs) I mean, you're right. It's it's oh god, yeah. I I thought this movie was was fun. I gotta tell you, the monochromatic scenes were so dope. Mm-hmm. The the fight with the uh, the thunderbolt. First off, no. the fact they had Zeus's thunderbolt was even better. It was it it the way they did the lighting with it. When she oh, lit up the hammer, so and then good. you could see that you can see the kind of the color. When she's waving it around, but then everything goes right back to oh, that was man. a pretty big moment for Valkyrie's character. Oh yeah, I mean she did fight Hella, but like I don't know, this felt like bigger. This felt like a promotion. Well, this was this was now her being a king and her fighting for her people. Actually, I think she just wanted to go and fight, so she was like, "Yeah, I'll go with y'all. I just I want to get out of there. I'm tired of doing all the king stuff." I thought it was funny that they, they tried to get people to think she was going to die when she got stabbed. And the funny part is they call her King. That's my favorite part of it. <laughs> well, it upsets people, so. <laughs> that's what that, that's why it's my favorite part. I like She's how not they made a queen. All, like, they made it all like a really uh, commercialized area. Like they had infinity oh, codes. The and- cruise ships. The the boat tours, the flying boat tours, the tour for the hammer. Now you the can Dr. go get Pepper me. commercial. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Oh, I loved it. I loved it so. I like. I, I Not just, Dr Pepper, Old Spice. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah, Old Spice. Yeah, they, 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 if it was Dr Pepper there, I would have known it. But uh, they, uh, yeah, the Old Spice. Everything. It was just. It was just horny enough to. To, to make it that way, but it was still, it still, it had feel. It reminded me of, it reminded me of a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, is what it really reminded it me too, of. Yeah, it felt like that. Yep. Yeah. It because Thor the Ragnarok was kind of going the direction of a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but this one really took it there because you had well, you had the Guardians in it. 
But then you had the feeling after they were gone that Thor and his little ragtag bunch of people were to go, uh, were guardians of the galaxy as a group. And they all had their little spots and they all did what they were supposed to do. And it was just, it's just entertaining. Anytime Korg was on the damn screen though, I just, he always draws my attention in. Even when he's just a damn face, he, he draws my attention in. So, I want to bring up something because Chris Hemsworth and Taika Waititi, when they saw the premiere, they were surprised to see at the end, Thor will return. What do you make of that? That's, which Thor? Like, I, they, they, they have Thor will return. I guess if it was Jane, it'd be the mighty Thor would return. But Thor, Thor's coming back. I think Chris even said that he would do he would do it until he he gets old. And he said as long as they'll have me, I'll do it. Because he enjoys playing the he enjoys playing the character now. That they're letting him be himself and they're letting him do it that way. So he's on record for saying that he'll do it as long as they they want him to do it. Not like Robert and Chris, but they were like, "Look, we're doing these amount of movies. We're out." We've done yeah, see, 432 of them. I think, I think he's going to do a fifth one. I think there will be a fifth one. Um, but Love is an incredibly interesting character. Because I think Love is the key to Phase 6, believe it or not. Because I think Phase I'm 5... You, for the love of Jeebus, they are setting up the Young Avengers. They are setting up a whole different Young Avenger team. Than what It'll be better everybody than what is going to be used to. They're, they're, I'm telling you, man. There's too many kids to not be setting it up. Yeah, we don't. We do not know how big of a role Cassie Legs recast character is going to have in this one. The funny part is, the funny part is the little girl who was in the movie, who she played by. Yeah, it was his. It's his real daughter, and that's yeah. what. Yeah, made I, it I like that. Yeah, so probably if they choose that route. All the uh, the kids that he like kidnapped, Gore kidnapped. All the kids were related to uh, like as guardians. Taika Waititi, Thor, Christian Bale's son was in there. Wasn't like, that really Alba? Wasn't that really uh, Idris Alba's son too? I think it was. I think he's gonna have a serious role moving forward too. Oh yeah, he's yeah he's. When they, especially when they talked about him already learning how to fight and using his his oh yeah, I'm telling you, dude, you, you Young Avengers. Yeah. The Young so Avengers many. is going to be like pretty big though, because if you think about it, what you have America Chavez, you have Miss Marvel, you have Patriot, you have yep. uh, Love, you have yep. uh, Axel. You have, you have Iron Heart. Iron, Iron Heart. Heart. I have eight already. Uh, Kate already. Uh, you got now. You've Kate. got love. Yep. Now That's you got dumb. love. Yeah. Miles you got love and ten. Yep. You got and then you got hymnal or the new whatever you want to call. It. Well, uh, Axel. Yes, Axel. Well, I I got him so. So that's ten. Yeah. So you and got then, you got a you got a ton of them. They're uh, oh, and then you got Loki. little baby cords. 
You got Baby Korg. Kid Loki, 11. Yeah. And then Baby Korg will grow up. 12. He'll be in. Yeah, he'll be an older rock. And then he'll be he'll be in it. Cassie Lang, thirteen. Dude, you got you got so many of them. Oh, uh, Iron Lad, fourteen. <laughs> yep. Dude, they're gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be cool. And then whatever they do with the Black Panther over there, and then oh, uh, it's like the Young Avengers is gonna be fun. Whenever they get around to to doing that, it's gonna be Young Avengers. With Sam being their head. Maybe Spider-Gwen, that would be 15. Yeah. And Spider-Pig, 16. And all the other Spider-People. Just keep adding Spider-People to it, too. <laughs> I think that, I think, a, I think a lot of the Spider-Man characters, though, that we think we may see, I don't think we're going to see in the MCU. Because I think they're going to keep them for their Sony cartoon stuff. I do think we see Miles... But I would prefer some of them stay over on the Sony cartoon side because Sony, for or, or they do for such a bad job they do with a lot of the movies, they did a good job with the cartoon. Let let them let them let them have the guys in the cartoon. Well, and I think you know Sony and Marvel, I think it's a good combo. Anything without Marvel in it, like when Sony goes off on their own, like Kevin Feige award them. Don't get too far ahead of yourself, which is what they're doing. Oh, they're way far ahead of yourself. They're like way over there. That's why I'm like, just stick to the cartoon. Leave Craven as a PETA guy alone. I don't want to <laughs> see that. I mean, even if it is an origin for him, it's incredibly stupid. It's incredibly stupid. That'd be one that I that, see. I can I I can bitch about the Sony stuff because yeah, that's whatever. I I. I, I, don't I like care. Venom, but yeah, Venom, Venom, Venom to me was okay because I like the guy who's playing Venom. Yeah, I mean that was a pretty big deal when they pulled him. Yeah, when it, when you when you when you tell me Tom Hart, you tell me he's he's playing stuff. I'm like, oh, cool. I I, I I'm good with that. Even though Venom sounded a lot like Bane, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I I think. Uh... I think Chris Hemsworth is going to be in a Thor five, but I think we're probably going to see a maybe a, a cameo in the Guardians, or we'll, we'll. I think at some point we're going to see him. We're definitely going to see him in the next Avengers movie. Um, but and then been, you got there's been rumor about Captain America being somewhat of an Avengers movie too, Captain America four. So oh yeah 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 with yeah, Sam in it. Captain America the, by the way, Stan Wilson is Captain America. Let's get that right. On Twitter, is complaining. So, oh yeah. Oh my God! Well, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Look here, people. It's another one of those things. Do you want the freaking comic book stuff, or do you <laughs> want something different? Because in the comic books, guess who's Captain America? It's Sam. Let it go. Now, oh, well, Bucky should have been it. No, Bucky's still a brainwashed, crazy assassin. You're not going to give a crazy brainwashed assassin the mantle of Captain America right now, are you? No. So shut up about it. Back. I don't know why they asked that. The article asked, is Tim Rogers coming back? Like, no, he's not coming back. No, Jesus. leave Chris Evans alone. Let the man do other stuff. 
He was Captain America there for a while. He did a phenomenal job. It was perfect. I loved it. But damn it, man. Let shit go. Let Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man be dead. Let it go. For God's sake, just let it go. People we, have a hard time of letting shit go. Let we know go. they're going to bring back Robert Downey Jr. at some point. Chris Evans, definitely. But, yeah, I hear you. But I don't even want them to come back. Because their send-off was so well done. I don't want them to come back. I don't want to see them again. I don't. Well, I want it minimizes to see... that moment forever. That's kind of the deal. Exactly. I want to see where you go forward. I don't want to go back. This isn't Star Wars. We don't need Ghost Captain America showing up, showing Sam how to use the shield. Oh, by the way, Kevin, uh, I just remembered another one for the Young Avengers, so that would be 16. Uh, Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Baby Stark. Stark. Yep. But I'm like, but I'm like, we don't need Ghost Tony and Ghost Cap to come in and show them like they're Obi-Wan or friggin' Qui-Gon or whoever else <laughs> turned into a ghost and come back and tell them how to use their superpowers. We don't need that. The MCU version of uh, a Force Ghost, that'd be something. Yeah. What, freaking somebody gonna come out talking like Yoda? They're sure no way you did. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> no, one, no one cares. Uh, Let them oh, die. Man. They had they had a perfect send-off. Let them go. You could definitely see, though, why there, there's there been four Thor movies and there hasn't been four of any other. Because, like, Iron Man was probably the better character, but Iron Man, like, two had the worst antagonists of probably any of these movies. Um, and Iron Man 3 was just a mess. Mm-hmm. Weird. Like, okay, let me just... Like, Iron Man really showcased Iron Man in f- the first one in all of the other movies, the joint movies. And I think that, like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. knows that, probably. So, th- that was really what it was all about. But, yeah, I mean, Captain America, uh, that would be... Th- those. That was a good trilogy. I, I mean, there's going to be a fourth one, but obviously it's not going to be, you know, Steve Rogers. We have to break it. You have to break it. In the sections when it comes to the Captain America movies. Welcome to the yeah. show, Byron. How's it going? Thank you. I, I, I want to <laughs> ask you guys a question and tell me if you agree with me. Um, yeah. So, two. There's been two Marvel um, long form films that I really liked. Uh, they were the um, uh, Moon Knight and the Wandavision. Those were like really good. Now, they've also had the movies that came out. I think all of the movies, I can't even think of one that was really good, but so far all the movies they put out have been subpar or just trash. Doctor Strange 2 and this recent Thor movie I really didn't like. I feel, maybe you guys agree with me, that they, I think they're just trying to push out more content and they're doing less quality. Maybe that's just my feeling, but looking at the CG, it just looks like shit. And this is supposed to be a AAA studio, the top studio in the world right now and they're doing subpar cg that's like what the hell's going on here well i uh and i i appreciate your um 
you know, your contribution here and in the discussion and uh, respect your opinion. I disagree, but I think I understand with the CGI because uh, I felt like Moon Knight did have some CGI moments, uh, you know, when you're like, all right, that that looks like a video game, you know, uh, it was a little weird. It, specifically when he's running away on the rooftops. I, Byron, I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, but then also, you know, you look at the She-Hulk trailer, and yeah, the CGI is a little weird in that. The CGI in Multiverse, I thought, was pretty solid until the eye. The the third eye on Doctor Strange, man, we, we got some problems. <laughs> that, I'm not gonna, I hope we don't have to see that in the next movie, because that, that was kind of hard to look at. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, obviously mentioning those moments right off the rip, you know, I, I think you could definitely point to, um, you know, there being a CGI issue. But, but, but you look at Thanos and you look at Hulk on Endgame. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously those movies were, were really well done. I, I really do enjoy C- uh, Phase 4. Um, it's funny you joined right after we were kind of gushing about it. So <laughs> the timing is impeccable, but, uh, no, I, I would, I would disagree that they're just trying to pump out as much content as possible. I do think they believe in quality. I just think the CG has gotten a little weird at times, but I think it, it's more so it, it's been a little inconsistent. And I do think just based on like what I've heard is that a, the, the real issue is that a lot of the really good CG, you know, private contractors that they go after and they hire, they have really been turned off by the direction that Marvel's taken under uh, under um, Disney. So I think it, it's somewhat of that. I also think they went through a lot with the pandemic that I do think a lot of the things like rewrites, reshoots, I think a lot of that comes into it as well. A lot of layoffs at Skywalker rant, uh, lighting and stuff like that have happened as well. So, um, and not know if y'all noticed or not, but a lot of the CGI stuff and everything was moving, was they were in the process of moving them from California to Florida. So yeah. a lot of stuff in that meantime was getting trashed. But look, if I can watch if I can watch shitty CGI from a Blade movie and still enjoy it from Blades 1 and Blade 2 and just still enjoy it, I can enjoy any of the CGI stuff that's going on right now. I'm just trying to figure out which one are you considering Spider-Man in, garbage or trash, because that was neither one of them. Uh, the, the recent Spider-Man... Far from home was a plus. I think the okay. one before was okay. Uh, oh, okay. No, I'm, I'm, just saying, cause, I'm just saying. I'm just saying because you said Phase Four movies wasn't very good. Spider Man was a Phase Four movie now, so don't, don't, don't. I thought No Way Home was like the best of the best, but <laughs> No Way Home, No Way Home's up there. Yeah, No Way Home is No Way. Now, if you want to talk about, you talk about, well, the movie that I shall not name, which I think <laughs> y'all know which one I'm talking about. It ends in Ernold's. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, uh, that one, that one they can keep. Uh, I'm sorry, but Shang Lee was ridiculous. I'm an old Kung Fu head. That movie was great. Um, 
like Multiverse of Madness, it had its moments. To me, it was it was a good filler film for what they needed it to be. Uh, Thor, funny. It was just that Thor was what it what it should what it was meant to be, and that was it was a good. Like I said, these a lot of these are fillers and trying to get these little plot points down before they join everybody together again. But when you said they're trying to reload too much content, I think we were just talking about that earlier to where they're having to come back from a lot of this stuff was supposed to be released in 2020 and 2021. So now they're trying to cram. They're trying to get all this stuff that they were supposed to have out already. They're trying to get it all out because like we said earlier, like some of these movies that are coming out in 23 and 24 were already supposed to be out now. But because of everybody getting sick in 2020, this is the kind of stuff that happens. So it's not that we're getting an overload of of the stuff. It's just that they're trying to get it out because they missed a year. Like when you miss a year, when you release the Disney Plus and you're like, hey, we're going to have these shows and then they get backed up. That's kind of why we're getting so much stuff in this short amount of time. I know to a lot of people it's overload, but to most of the diehards, it's just, hey, watch it and enjoy it. But I, some of it does feel rushed to me, but it's not it's not too rushed to where I'm not going to still enjoy it if I enjoy it and not like it if I don't like it. Question, do you feel that they're – they're suffering from the same thing that Zack Snyder was going through where he had a vision and he wanted to do something, but the studio got in and they try to shorten it down to that magical two hour number or whatever. And they're cutting out so much that really made the movie even better. Like the Zack Snyder's flash ending at the very end, his take on it was completely different. It just changed the whole feel of it. No, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Disney is, I don't think, Feige is getting too involved in a lot of these movies. I think I think a lot of it from the Marvel standpoint is what we were talking about earlier where fans are expecting certain things to happen and when they don't happen, everybody gets mad about it and they're like well this should have happened, this should have happened this should have happened, this should have happened to where everybody wants these four hour movies. We can't all get a, a, a Snyder Justice League movie that lasts four hours because you're not going to hold people's attention for a cool four hour movie. It's like somebody said, well, uh, who's the idiot that makes Avatar? James Cameron. He said, he said, he said, oh, people should bitch because Avatar is going to be three and a half hours long. You can do this. And people watch all these shows at home. Hey, genius. At home, we have this thing called a pause button. <laughs> we pause it go pee go get something to eat that doesn't cost us $47 and then we come back and sit in our nice ass couch and watch the rest of the show we don't watch it just because it it's all released at one time doesn't mean we watch it all at one time we take our time we can watch this shit over a 24 hour day we're not watching shitty blue people run around for four freaking hours <laughs> while we have to go and pee eating our $37 popcorn. I just don't think he lives in 2022. Movie. James Cameron is totally out of touch. You could just tell. He's honestly like Martin Scorsese. Like, Scorsese is so out of touch with, like, I mean, 
just look at all of these movies, man. Like the movies that are generating like these these massive like yeah, okay, none of the MCU movies are winning awards. They don't need to. They're laughing at the bank, you know. So yeah, I mean, that's they don't kind care. Of the thing. No, they don't care. They know it comes with the territory. I mean, just think about Thor just generated two hundred million dollars over the over the weekend. That's it. Like two hundred million dollars over the weekend. Here's what I told somebody. I said Disney paid four billion dollars for Marvel. They have made that shit back in merchandise sale alone. Yeah, in merchandise sales and all this stuff, they made that back alone. They've made the $4 billion back in two movies. But uh, I was like, dude, you did. They know what we don't watch. We watch. Here's the we watch movies as a two hour getaway for our life. That's what we go to movies for. We go to movies to enjoy it, to get away from our reality and to go have fun. If I go to a movie and it's shit for three hours or four hours long, I don't want to go it. I.e. Titanic. What took you so long to sink the goddamn boat? We already know what happened. No one cares if both of them can fit on the door or not. James Cameron went his blue people. Oh, good. You make space Pocahontas. Disney did a better version of it in an hour and a half in a cartoon. I just think it's funny. Like the way they, like, I don't know, the way you... <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Also, it's funny because James Cameron made Titanic. <laughs> so I know I hated Titanic too. You made it with a love story. We all know what happened. The boat freaking sinks. Spoiler alert: the boat sinks. Oh man! Like, it's, all, it's funny. Like I'm like, but I'm like, dude. Some people are so out of touch with this stuff. We just want to enjoy the gosh darn movies. Like, like freaking Top Gun. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. It was airplane. Did you see, who, did you see George Martin? George R. R. Martin and what he said about uh, Multiverse of Madness. What did he say? He said it was great. He said, oh, it, it, it'll, yeah, I was surprised. He's like, it awoke the MCU fan in me. And I'm like, Good. just imagine if Scorsese like went and watched one of the Marvel films. Like, I'm sure he would actually like it, but like, you know, those guys were too close minded. No, they they're old and they don't care. They're old and none of this shit made sense to them when they were kids. So now they hold a big freaking thing against it. Now they're yeah. mad because nobody well, asked them to make Spider Man back or, or Superman back in the day when they were younger. That's what they're mad about. So, um, Byron, are you are you aware of what they're they're doing with Phase Four? Like what they're building? Well, I, I wanted to I wanted to ask you guys a question because um, this yeah. is something that I'm concerned with going forward. Uh, my brother brought this to my attention, and I kind of agree with him. It's it's those things that you you look at when you see it, and you're like, yeah, they are doing that. Uh, well, basically, Marvel has a formula that has been working for them, um, and that, that formula has been introducing a love interest. Um, but the thing, the thing is, we, we can look at two different scenarios of the love, the love interest that they're introducing and seeing how it works and how it doesn't work. I would say that um, how it's not working with this new phase is like, for example, the Doctor Strange movie or the Thor movie or, the e or even the Eternals movie. 
they're introducing a love interest that kind of is like more of like a plot device, right? I could watch the multiverse of madness without him going after that doctor. You know, it, it didn't really add anything to the movie and the, and the whole marriage scene. I didn't care for it. I just wanted to see Doctor Strange in his glory. I wanted to see Thor in his glory. Now, it does work in, for example, movies like Spider-Man, Iron Man, or Hawkeye, where the, the, the character is in a relationship or has a family. That kind of works for me. I can see Spider-Man, yeah, he's a young kid with a girlfriend. That's fine. Hawkeye has a family. That kind of stuff works for me. That's, that's you know, it's kind of intertwined with the character. Yo, yo, so y'all can't, can't see, y'all can't see me think, raising my hand, but, but, um, the chicken in Doctor Strange saved his life in the first movie and was his girlfriend. So him having regrets on him not being able to keep her, it's kind of a part of his character. Yeah, but I'm, I guess I'm just I'm just seeing it as a, as a plot device that Marvel, it's a formula Marvel has to introduce into their movies. Like, I liked Thor, but I came to see Thor doing Thor shit. I came to see Gore doing Gore shit. I didn't really want to see kids looking cool with all these powers. I didn't really care for that. I just wanted Thor and Gore. Now, for some, I understand for some audiences, they need to have that romance, you know, because I understand. Uh, some people like to see Thor being involved with a woman because, you know, girls, we have a girl audience as well, and they like to see the romantic side of Thor. I can I can agree with that. I, I didn't I didn't mind uh, Lady Thor. She was cool. I, I, I liked her plot and everything. She had cancer. That was cool. Um, I just That's don't not know. Cool. I see as the formula <laughs> just getting out of hand. Cancer's not cool. Oh, <laughs> I mean, her story is cool. Oh, no, I, trust I, me, somebody, I hear you. somebody who's had it, it's not cool at all. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. Uh, so, I hear what you're saying. I, I think it's funny, actually, because I feel like the MCU has done a better job of not going too much, you know, relationship-wise. Uh, because when you think about it, like, the first, like, sexual scene was in Eternal. No, we don't time. say the name of that movie. <laughs> oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was the first time. And honestly, I think that really, that that shows you why, or that shows you how Kevin Feige is so, like, open to having directors direct movies that he doesn't change <laughs> things like WB and, like, Sony. Because if he had a chance to change Eternals, Sorry, I said it again. Damn it! He would have he probably took Chloe's house script and cut it right in half because there's no way he would have signed off on like obviously he signed off. <laughs> he would have gave no it to way. James Cameron. Yeah, right. Hey, uh, hey, can I get? Uh, I have to take off, but I wanted to ask both of you guys uh, or all you guys, what is your top three Marvel movies so far? Ooh, uh, Kevin, do you want me to go or do you want to go first? You go first. All right. So my three would be No Way Home as number one, Infinity War 2, and Endgame 3. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Not bad. Far From Home, I think, my, is actually three. Endgame mine's, is mine's, mine's tied with stuff. Mine's like all, all, all tied. <laughs> 
Because like one one for one for me is the one that set it off for me and everything, and it was uh it was a uh, Winter Soldier. I still love that movie and it still holds up. So one to me is Winter Soldier. Two for me was Infinity War, and I think Far From Home is three. And then right after that is Endgame, and then um, and then the first and then the Guardians of the Galaxy. Damn, mine is Guardian Galaxy. That's my number one Guardian Galaxy. Yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a huge. Oh, when, that was crazy. When they brought out Guardians, talk about talk about making something out of absolutely nothing new, but nobody knew anything about. Oh man, he just made anything out of nowhere. Well, you put it. Like. They put it in the hands of a guy that was that got it. He just got it. Like who was Peacemaker? Yeah. I didn't know who that was. Dude, they put they, they put it in the hands of James Gunn and was like, run with it. And the he problem ran with is it. they put it in the hands of James Gunn, and the problem is they put Ernold's, they put Chloe Zhao in charge like she was a James Gunn. And she's not. That move that movie that movie hurt my feelings that I went to the movie theater to see it. <laughs> All right. Hey, let, look. Me give you my, let me give you my three and I'm out of here. Uh I say these three because if you guys go back and look at this, this is what really revolutionized Marvel. If you look at the first Avengers movie, when they pulled that off, it was like, holy shit, we have something here. Uh, The first um, Iron Man movie, I I would say between Iron Man, which really started it off, and Civil War, it's like they actually had heroes fighting each other. That revolutionized something. And then the third one would be, it's not part of the Marvel Universe, but Spider-Man 2. Because of that train scene, that really like made people really happy for um, Spider-Man. I think he really held the, the gauntlet for a while. Oh, yeah. That, that movie is awesome. That movie is no, a I lot love better Sp- than the yeah. first one. And the first yeah, one's awesome, too. Yeah. I love Spider-Man 2, but nobody gets mad about the bad Doc Ock CGI during it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, anyway, I never thank you guys. Thank you Absolutely. Guys Hope to see you around. We uh we go live yeah, 9:30. I'll follow you guys. 9:30 every Monday, so. Or on holidays right. Tuesday. Oh yeah, or if it's a holiday then yeah, it's Tuesday. <laughs> but uh I mean, yeah, we always have a good time. Hopefully over time this thing will start to, you know, really get pumped up and we'll get more people in here but i think uh right now it's it's a party it's fun yeah i always have fun coming on and doing these it gives me a it gives me an outlet because i can't talk to other people because they haven't (laughs) seen the movie yet so i can't talk to them yet they always go well you spoiled the movie i was like no i don't I was like, that's why i don't talk to you about it i was like have you seen it yet you go no and i walk the other way yeah, I don't I don't blame you. Like Julio knows. People will ask me what my thoughts on Thor be like, Oh, can you tell me about it? And I'm like, what do you want me no. to say? I mean anything I say would be a spoiler. I'd be like be like, Do you like Guns N' Roses? Be like, Yeah, yeah, they're not bad. I'd be like, Yeah, so Sweet Child of Mine is in it. I'd be like, Oh, why are you spoiling it? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'd be like, if you like Guns N' Roses, go see the movie. You're fine. You're good. Just leave them alone. Yeah, just let it go. Yeah, it's. 
But I, I'm excited for uh, for the Hercules character. I don't think we talked Ooh. a ton about him, dude. When he when he popped up, when he popped up, I was like, yes. And he looked good. It looked like he looked like Hercules. Exactly. And I was like, okay, now that that right there is good. They already got one Hercules at Disney. Now they got two. Well, now here here's where it gets interesting. So apparently like the guy that's working on Hercules is the guy that was going to work on the Hercules. So he's working on the live- Disney Hercules, right? Yeah, the the live action Disney Hercules, yes. But he's also apparently the guy that was going to work on the live action MCU Hercules movie. <laughs> oh, nice. So the look, so this, look this, this Look, if they put who put the gliding gladiator Hercules in the MCU, just use the song somewhere in it. I'll pop. I mean, I'm thinking that they might use the MCU Hercules as the Disney Hercules. Yeah, I think they're going with somebody different for the uh, the Disney live action. Hercules. I think it's the same because, guy. Is it really? Are they going to use him? No, I don't know. They shouldn't. Because I think they are the, the the live action like for a live action Hercules movie based on the cartoon version that they're doing, I don't want somebody that that's huge because he doesn't come off as that big in the cartoon thing. You don't want him a larger in life character because he wasn't really that much larger than everybody else in the cartoon. But that guy, that shit, that looked. For a MCU for comic book Hercules, that was perfect. Just don't use him as the cartoon guy. So, because you'll so yeah, confuse Brett, too many damn people. So, Brett Goldstein is playing Hercules, and apparently fans are upset it's not Henry Cavill. Do they not realize that Henry Cavill said he only wants to be uh, Captain Britain? And, <laughs> and he's already freaking Superman. Yeah, you don't need him to be Britain, though. Like they are. Yes, because he'll be under a mask. Yeah, because he'd be under a mask. Put the guy under a mask, and he can play whoever the hell he wants to. Well, he just—that's his favorite character. So. Yeah. Well, of course. Captain Britain, though, they need to add him pretty soon. That well, that's that's the plan. So I think we're going to get him soon, and I think Henry Cavill's going to be—he's already met with Feige. Who else? Oh, and then yeah, all the people that have already met with Feige. Oh, Captain Britain can come in during the new Captain America movie. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's probably where they should add him. And then, I mean, Taron Edgerton, anybody that thinks that he can't be Wolverine after that last picture that got leaked, did you see that? Dude, he's, go- he's going to be Wolverine. He's huge. We, we, it's like we already called all this stuff. It's like, like they listen to it. Wink, wink, hit, hit. Oh, like why would he not be Wolverine? Like, wait, like, all right. First off, he he clearly already knows he's Wolverine because why would he be that bulked? Why did he get that bulked? No, yeah. exactly. And why would and why if he's going into that meeting, he's going into that meeting for one guy and one guy only. Oh, of course. Like well, he, he already, already confirmed knew it's, yeah. it was for, for Wolverine. So yeah, he. He's 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 Wolverine, and then then if they ever do this new Hulk movie, 
that's where he's going to get introduced. You should uh, you should look up Captain Britain on Google immediately. It's just a bunch of pictures uh, photoshopped of uh, Henry Cavill. Is it really? Let's yeah. see. It, it's Let's like see. so obvious that he's. Oh my god! Oh, that's amazing. Apparently, oh, they look threw at all away, of them. They threw away dialogue that Captain Britain existed in Endgame. Like they got cut, but uh, yeah, he's actually potentially going to make an appearance in Captain America Four. God, that looks sweet, though. Yeah, he looks cool. He looks like Superman with a Britain flag on the front of him. I think it, it works well. <laughs> people are just people are going to be like, and then we already know what's going to come. Was Superman playing this guy? Shut up. <laughs> let me enjoy <laughs> just let me enjoy it I don't care who's playing who they can play whoever they want bring in the rock to play the freaking thing for god's sake if you want to we already know that's not happening because we already know who's playing the thing but god just I don't care just bring in whoever you want to bring in if they're good they're good I don't care bring John Cena in to play somebody I don't care yes please I would love it. I would love to see The Rock play somebody, and I'd like to see John Cena play somebody. Do it. So I don't know. I, I, I don't really know who they would that play. Is correct though that Jason Siegel's going to be the thing, and he's going to show up at She-Hulk. Oh my God! When when I think you showed it to me, and I was like, oh, this is that. That's it. I was like, I, I have no problem with that whatsoever. That's hilarious. Yeah. That is hilarious. I, I think he'd be perfect for that. Me too. I think he's even more perfect for an MCU thing, is, is what exactly. I'm saying. MC, because people are like, well, he doesn't matter. Dude, the MC, the, it's its own separate entity, it's its own complete different set of rules than the comic. <laughs> Let it, yeah, but actually, you can kiss my hiney. Just let them <laughs> do what they want to do. If it's good, it's good. When it's not good, then get mad about it. Like I so can't I even saw. get mad. At, I can't even get mad at the CGI because I don't. I don't pay attention to if something looks bad because nothing catches my eye in that two seconds that it turns into that stuff enough for me to go, oh, that looked like crap nothing catches my attention and then these people that screenshot these little things i was like you've got too much time on your hand <laughs> what do you think about ped badgley as mr fantastic because that's what's sounding like now <laughs> i think it'd be okay i think he'd be really good it just couldn't stop seeing a serial killer every time <laughs> exactly yeah but he, I just, he's I, so I, good at you i like i like i just like Whoever they get to do it, I know will get a good do a good job. It's like it's like when these people when they say who's directing the movie, you can put trust in the movie. When they say people that do the Ernold's movie, if they're directing anything ever again, I'm like, please don't. I want to see 
Joe Curie uh, in the MCU. Ooh. I think that There's would a lot be pretty of awesome. There's a lot of things I want to see them do, but if they do them, they do them. If they don't, eh, say la vie. I'll, I'll watch, because there's a lot of people I'm like, dude, you'd fit right in. Like, to, you'd fit right in as a spot in the, as a guy in the movies. And I'm like, I look at him and I'm like, hey, he looks an awful lot like this guy does. But then I'm like, yeah, go, whatever. Yeah. Bill oh. Murray's going to be a bad guy in a movie, which is amazing. Yeah, the uh, and the uh, what was it? Secret Invasion. We're gonna get Amelia Clark. Bill Murray's supposed to be an Ant Man, right? He is. Yeah, Bill Murray. Bill Murray plays a a, a bad guy in Ant Man. I'm like, they got Bill Murray. They got Bill freaking Murray to be in the MCU. Now get Dan Aykroyd in somewhere. You got to. Uh, we need to go just get Chevy Chase. <laughs> no, God, no, no Chevy Chase. Jesus, no, 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 no. Chevy Chase can stay away from all things Marvel. <laughs> No, I'm. I've never been a big fan of Chevy Chase, and then when it come out with all the BS he done and everything like that. Uh, oh, I, just, I have not kept up on it, so I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm. I wasn't really ever a huge fan of Chevy Chase's movies. Like I was always a. I was always a Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. Um, what was the big fat guy's name that it was always in Dan Aykroyd movies with him? God, what I forgot his name. Uh, dang it. it Names on the tip of my tongue. You know who I'm talking. John Candy, John Candy, Steve Martin. I was all I was a fan of all those guys. Yeah. Well, Steve Martin like I was, was always, supposed to be in the MCU. Yeah, he was. And but I was I always think he dropped out. Yeah. It, well, I think he was supposed to be in one of these movies in Phase Four, and then the pandemic happened, and he dropped out. He was supposed to be. Uh, was it Wizard or the Grandmaster? I don't remember which one it was. It was something. It was something. It was one of them off kiltered ones. Like when they got Jeff Goldblum to come in, and I was like, okay, that's that's pretty cool because I'm a big Jeff Goldblum fan. So that was that right there was pretty cool. Um, but like Kelsey Grammer was those, cool. Kelsey, yeah, Kelsey Grammer coming back in would be cool. I just don't want him as Beast. He says he wants to do it, but I don't. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, like I said, I don't think they're going older people route with their X Men this time. Look, if you're in the if you're in the Expendables movie, you're probably not coming into the MCU. Yeah. If you're old enough, if you're old enough to be in the Expendables, minus probably Jason Statham. But if you're old enough to be in that, you're probably not going to make it over this way. So Kevin Feige said that Marvel is nearing the end of Phase Four. Ooh. I'm telling. I think are they breaking it? 
are they breaking it up? Maybe like, that's are the they big gonna... announcement. Maybe they. Do I think that... they're starting. Phase five yeah. is going to be like Ant Man. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they break it in half. They need to. That way, it won't be uh, over convoluted like the guy earlier said. But I don't know what he. He scared me. Hey, he's in here. <laughs> he scared me. He you mean Byron? Me. No, the other guy. The guy that said all oh, Phase Four was bad. Byron said that. Byron said all of Phase Four was bad. I can barely <laughs> hear Byron. Oh well, yeah, he's he's in the listeners right now. Oh, I can barely hear. Him. Oh, is he talking or is he listening now? No, that's Julio. <laughs> oh, that Julio. No, Byron, 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 you should be ashamed of yourself for saying all of Phase Four was bad. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I think I told no. you that anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just kidding. Uh, am I? Am I? Am I, well, Byron? Yeah, I, I think Phase 5, I, I think that's what they're going to announce. That's going to be the big announcement. I think they're going to break it in half because if Feige's saying that, then their announcement on July, whatever, 23rd or 24th, it's yeah. one of those dates, uh, I think it's they're the going to pump the hell out of... Wakanda Forever, and yep. then they're going to tell us that Ant-Man and uh, the Wasp Quantumania is going to be the end of Phase 4. Yeah. Which does make tons of sense. Yeah. It's the true introduction to K. Yep. And it's going to be the true... It. I think this is that's going to be the movie that a lot of the connections are going to start being made. And then I think it goes. I don't know when Captain America four. I don't know if they're going to bring that in as the first movie or one of the first ones of Phase Five. I don't know where it's going to fit. But I, I think, think they're going to surprise us with like a reveal that is like, oh, this movie's coming out quicker than we thought. Like, I think I think we get review. that. You know how we get the tree that always tells you when stuff's coming out. We're, yeah. we're, we're going to get we're going to get that. On the twenty fourth, and then I think what we get, what we get in that hall H, is we get character introductions, like we usually do. We get character introductions, guys who are going to play them, and then sneak peeks at like Blade and like Wakanda Forever is going to have their first big thing, and then yeah, they're going to give us finally something on it, like a trailer. They'll give us. They'll give us Captain America stuff. They'll give us more Ant-Man stuff. And they'll... Uh, I'm telling you, we're going to get, like, some big announcement on characters Man, that's that so are going to be coming soon. That's like- they're, they're not going to give everything out because... No. You know, they still have... They'll, you know, the they'll give that few. Three to do. Oh, and I think they'll... St- I think they'll do... Uh, I think we'll get Fantastic Four stuff. At Comic Con, it, it sounded like there was a little bit of a, a, you know, like there was some uncertainty and some like worriness about that. This D twenty three, D twenty three is where they like to do just the little Disney fan service stuff. 
Well, D23, they'll probably announce like a boatload of new Disney Plus shows. That's that's where they do the fan service stuff. I think I think the Comic-Con is for the movie portion of it. And then they'll hit you with a little TV shows. And then when the Disney comes, when D23 comes, that's going to be they like, here, here's all the crap we're about to throw on D, uh, Disney Plus. Yeah. So I... And the bad thing is at D23, they have to compete with Star Wars and more Star Wars and whatever weird Disney thing they're going to be coming out with next. Like that weird world movie that they're coming out with. Oh, that, oh, that thing looked crazy. Uh, so, they, yeah, they got Remember they got the, a lot the, of compete with them. The live action Lady of the Tramp. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't need no... Look, I do not need no more computer-generated <laughs> dogs or animals. I already had enough of that shit with the Lion King, and I was so mad at the Lion King because you changed the voices of Timon and Pumbaa. It's funny because it wasn't actually, like, computer-generated. It was real. <laughs> they were real dogs. Oh, they were real dogs? Yeah. I didn't I even still... see it. Yeah, no, that was, like, what everyone was talking about before the MCU dropped their uh, Phase 4. Did they just make the mouse, the dog's mouth move? Yeah, that's what they did. Oh my I god, did, I didn't see, I didn't it, see it, but apparently it was like really well done. I don't know. People were saying it was like huh. really good. Huh. Yeah, I know I, they're I've doing uh, it, Pinocchio. So I, I know they're doing Pinocchio. They're doing everything. What are they not they're doing? They're doing a live action Pinocchio Original. and Tom Hanks' Geppetto. Pinocchio <laughs> also. That's funny. Yeah, They're Tom do- Hanks is Geppetto. I still need to see Cruella. I I haven't seen Cruella. Oh, Cruella was Cruella was good. It almost seemed like they made her out to be like she was like. Oh, I I don't even know. Like, she kind of came off like Harley Quinn. No, yeah, not really. When you're watching the movie, because she's not crazy. Like I during the movie, I didn't she's see not. The movie. She I saw the trailer. Yeah, during the movie, she's not crazy. She's uh, what do we call it? Uh, really ambitious. They made it so like, she really won't... dark, though, right? No, it, it was. It, it has the dark. It has the darkness of that you would think with her. But then it's also bright and it's a it's a good movie. I enjoyed it, and I'm and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll give it a shot just because who's in it is the reason why I went and saw it. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I feel that, but but yeah, let's I uh, enjoyed it. Let's uh, call it a night. It's been a, a successful uh, episode eight, I think. Uh, you know, talking about Thor, we'll talk about this a little bit more, I think, because you know, people still want to talk about Thor, I think. Um, we'll be talking about Miss Marvel's uh, season finale next week, which is exciting, because it's uh, Wednesday. And we'll talk about any other news that comes out. I imagine there's going to be uh, some good news, so might even do, do a, we a do special... A... Uh, nah. Let's see, what is That's... the... I oh, think it's, it's the. I think it's the twenty fourth as they're doing it on because I know Hall H has Black Adam on the twenty third. 
Because The Rock already announced that one. So then I'll just do it same time. I was thinking we we could do it on Sunday, but makes no really. It doesn't really make much sense. I'll just do it on Monday, nine thirty. Here, let time. me. Here, let's let's see real quick. Let's see. All right, yeah. Oh, they're doing it on the twenty third. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, so we'll they they will be doing it on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just do our show on Monday, and we'll talk about. I'm sure there'll be stuff to talk about, obviously. So, yeah, because according to this, it's uh, both um, Warner Brothers and everything are doing it on Saturday, and EMCU's doing it on Saturday. Yeah. So, sounds like we'll have plenty Five of stuff o'clock. in the next couple weeks, but. I'll uh, I'll call it a night here. We'll move on to episode nine next week, and uh, you know, can't wait for that that episode of uh, Miss Marvel. I think it's going to be a good one. Yep, hopefully it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, you guys have a great night, and uh, talk to you next week. You too. Y'all have a good one. Good night.